Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woke and Baked from the Road. This was a real quick 30-minute over-the-phone interview with the one and only Starbuck. If you are not familiar with Starbuck, he is a rapper out of Fairbanks, Alaska. He has recorded with everyone from Tay Tarantino to Prince Paul of De La Soul, Grave Diggers, and Handsome Boy Modeling School fame. Not the gorillas, as I go on to state uh, during the interview. As it turns out, uh, the gorillas, that production credit goes to Paul's Handsome Boy Modeling School partner, Dan the Automator. Dan the Automator worked on the gorillas project, not Prince Paul. Prince Paul, nonetheless, did a whole bunch of really cool stuff. Back to Buck. His records include 2017's Whiskey, Weed, and Women, 2016's Gold Kings with Bishop Slice, 2011's Requiem with For the Streets, which features the aforementioned features from uh, Prince Paul, and uh, 2009's Side Up. Turns out uh, Bishop Slice was writing with him, and if you are not familiar with Slice, get your sweet ass over to YouTube and get yourself familiar. All right, so I've wanted to interview Slice for a while. However, I had no idea he was in the car, so I wasn't really as prepared as I should have been. So I apologize. That being said, Buck and Slice are on their way to Anchorage for Friday evening's Ja Rule concert at the Egan Center. Show starts at 8. Other confirmed performers include Jay Reader and Frozen Founders. If you've not checked out Jay Reader, check out the description in last uh, in our last episode, I believe it was. We uh, we shared the link to Jay Reader's In Me, Not On Me video. Very, very cool video with a very cool, very different theme uh, than, than a lot of rap videos. It's definitely cool to see him do that. All right. Um, think of this as like an Alaskan hip-hop. Think of this as an Alaskan hip-hop jam with a headliner, and that headliner is Jaw Rule. All right. So as for the COVID-19 in the land of zero toilet paper, the man with the bidet is king. And who has a bidet? The one and only Brandon Miller. So shout out to the guy that can jet spray his butthole after taking a dookie. Bless your heart. You know that? It's a man that just alleviated a lot of pain in looking for toilet paper at grocery stores. Ladies and gentlemen, shit out in the woods. They they did it for thousands of years before the toilet was invented. Just shit out in the woods, man. Get connected with nature. Just sit down, you squat, and you just let it rip. All right, it's a little hard, you know, I mean, toilet paper to wipe your ass with, but grab a small furry animal. All right, if you can get your hands on a squirrel, you can actually still get yourself over to PetSmart or Petco, whatever you have near you, and just get yourself some mice. Get yourself some mice, you wipe your ass with the mice, and uh, you let them go. You let your cat eat them, and just keep the cycle going. That's how it works, I think. All right. Got to give a very solid shout out to my supporters. Iron Asylum, located at 35165 KB Drive. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook, as well as their website, theironasylumgymak.com. They carry supplements and the Fuck Cancer t-shirts, and they've got Loved AK. If you're not familiar with, familiar with Loved AK, check out Iron Asylum. Check out the, the little clothing store right next to them. That's Love Day K. All right, they uh, like I said, they carry all kinds of really cool supplements from Redcon One. And if you're interested in Redcon One, their products are, as far as I know, still less expensive um, to buy them from Iron Asylum than it is to get them for the local general nutrition center. All right, I was at Iron Asylum this afternoon. It's where I go to clear my head. Is where I go to try and 
um, empty out the space that I've got to make to get shit done during the day. If you are looking for a place to empty out the shit in your brain and and put that energy into something positive, check out Iron Asylum. The number to call, 907-953-4720. The website again, theironasylumgymak.com. Also, Red Run Cannabis Company, located on the Kenai Spur Highway. Make, they are the makers of fine concentrates, cartridges, hashade, all that good stuff. You can check out Instagram for their uh, for photos of what it is that they're doing now, as well as some really cool motivational, inspirational quotes. All right. That being said, they do have a new product drop, and it is honey. So if you are looking to make a peanut butter and a honey sandwich that kicks a little bit different... This is something that kicks a little bit different. All right. Uh, you can look them up on their website, redruncannabiscompany.com. You can also go to Weed Maps for their current menu. All right. Shout out to, uh, again, Red Run Cannabis Company. If you are looking for edibles, they are a place with all kinds of edibles, including fireweed extracts, own creative confections, and Lady Grey Medibles. I love Lady Grey Medibles. If you are an individual who gets a $7 coffee, because this is Alaska and everything is more expensive... You might as well get your hands on a $7 cookie. Uh, it's a really good good quality cookie. They make they use fine ingredients. They grow their own flour. They make their own oil. And they're just some badass ladies who grow badass weed and make some fine-ass edibles to include their buttermints. The buttermints are delicious. All right. 5150 Vapes, located in the heart of Soldatna. They are your home for flavored nicotine juices, mods, shatter batter, and your exclusive home for woke and baked t-shirts. All right. Also, very, very solid uh, solid shout-out to our supporters at AK-49 Martial Arts, home of the 135 champion, Victor Rodriguez. I was I was able to make it to the AFC event uh, this past Wednesday. It was AFC 158 where they had the 145 strap up. Um, and it was a really, really good event. I had a really good time. And I highly recommend that the next time there's an AFC event going on, you go. Go support your local artists. Go support your local martial artists doing what they do. By the way, shout out to uh, Legacy Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, as always, they, they've got some stellar Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, one of their guys won the opening grappling match, which, by the way, is something that I really like that um, promotions are starting to do. You know, increase, uh, increasing, including uh, no-gi jiu-jitsu as part of the mixed martial art event. I think that it opens people's eyes to the possibilities of uh, of grappling. I would also like to see other combat sports in the AFC. I'd love to see boxing in there. I'd love to see kickboxing as well. I think that all of that is stuff that is very cool and would be seen as nothing but a benefit uh, to the combat sports community in the great land of Alaska. Also, uh, Friday, you might be listening to this on a Friday, which means that if you're in Anchorage, you should go check out Ja Rule. Go support some local hip-hop. Also, you should make your sweet-ass way over to Alaska Red's YouTube channel and check out his Friday Freestyle. No idea what he's going to be talking about this week. Um... I have no idea what the topics are, but let me know what you think. All right, that is Alaska Red Two Ds Nine Zero Seven off of uh, off of the YouTube. All right, folks. Without further ado, da 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 da. Starbuck and Bishop Slice.
As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Red Run Cannabis Company, License 3A10056. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators, License 4A10052. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators, License 5A19372. 5455 Kenai Spur Highway, 12156 Kenai Spur Highway, Kenai, Alaska, 99611. Perfect, perfect. All right, ladies, gents, beautiful others, we are on the phone right now with the one and only Starbuck. How you doing today, sir? Man, you know what? I'm blessed. I'm, you know what? I'm in the car with Bishop Slice with me, too, so you get the two-for-one deal, boss. Oh, shit. Lucky me. I wasn't prepared for this. I wish I, I, I wish I'd known. I, I, I would have prepared even better questions. Um, that's really dope. Uh, Slice, Bishop Slice is a really impressive performer. I got a chance to see him back in December at the 49th Supply Company um, sixth anniversary party. And after that, I had um, cats from Greatland Ganja like requesting to try and bring him down here. Dude, you've got an incredible live show, and I don't think Anchorage has any idea what they're in store for, even if they have some idea of what they're in store for. It's crazy. He's right. Hey, talk to him. Hey, what's up, bro? Hey, what's going on, brother? How are you doing today, sir? I'm good, man. Just, you know, on the road. We almost, uh, we almost uh, in Anchorage right now. Just passed Wasilla not too long ago. Very cool. So, um, how did you, how did you guys get booked for this show? And were you booked individually, or were you booked as a group? Uh, I can can answer that for you. Slice is my bro. Uh, I was booked individually, but I reached out. We reached out, and we did. We felt that it would be better if we did a, uh, a collective thing. So we came. We, we're doing this collectively, the both of us. Um, you'll get some Slice. You'll get some Starbucks. Then you'll get some Slice and Starbucks together, so people can get the full, um, the full just of how we get down when we do shows. How the, the full experience, how we are as individual performers and how we are co- as a collective. So, That's awesome. Um, we, we normally don't move without each other unless we actually have to. All right. So, uh, well, you've got, with Gold Kings coming out in 2016, you've got a, at least 10 songs off of that to go through. Between your respective catalogs, it's, it's, it's really awesome. It's a very cool opportunity for fans of Alaskan hip-hop. Um, so I guess I got, since i got Slice here, I, I want to uh, talk to you for a while. Uh, my question for you uh, is, you've toured all over the world uh, and represented for Alaska Natives. Um, you've, you've performed shows uh, overseas. Uh, how has the, the response been to you telling uh, stories that are specific to the Alaska Native community? Oh, it's good, man. I get a good response back, you know, and I, and I, just, uh, I, just, I just found that just keeping it real with myself and who I am as a person, and uh, sharing it to the world, you know, I, I was really, uh, I was able to, um, to kind of, to interact with a lot of people, but not only that, uh, where it's like, even though we're in like different walks of life, we all go through the same thing. That's, 
it's, it's impressive. I mean, it's, it, you're, you're, you've been able to go to places. You went to Sweden, correct? No, I didn't go to Sweden. I apologize for that. I'm, I, I, I caught wrong. Uh, Never so wrong. been to Sweden. <laughs> All right. Uh, so with uh, the documentary that came out, was it two years ago, uh, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, um, How did that change um, the way performing is for you and, and the way people saw uh, see you uh, post-documentary versus before? Well, what was that? How has... Um, with the with the documentary coming out, how has that uh, changed the way people listen to your music? Uh, I don't I don't think it changed. I think I just you know I, I gained a lot of listeners, and I gained a, a lot of listeners like uh, from people who came from uh, came from where I came from. But you know it, it was it was the whole like uh, um, like all the indigenous tribes and everything up north we all live like basically almost a similar lifestyle just some just some may speak different languages but uh i was i was able to reach them you know I, i've connected with a lot of a lot of artists and a lot of people from down that way that uh that listen to my music and and uh um and actually have been through a lot of the things that i kind of touch on and like the different subjects that i've touched on so it kind of you know my music really helped a lot of people get through what they were going through has there been, uh, like you talked about some of the subjects that you touch on, has there been any blowback for the uh, some of the tough subjects that you've touched on um, from anyone? Like, has anyone spoken to you about why are you talking about this or why are you talking about that? Or No, never. Awesome. All right. Um, you're also a giant, which I, I think my people might not be aware of that. You're, I, I, I got to see you. You're, you're huge. You're like six what? Something. Uh, six five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Gotcha, gotcha. All right, um, Starbucks. Here's a quick question for you. Um, last year, it was uh, it was back in September, actually. You released the "What's in Your Head" single with Tay Tarantino. Um, how did that song come to be? I was listening to it earlier. You used some really heavy, heavy things. Uh, some really heavy uh, audio in that, like the the Sandra uh, the Sandra Bland arrest tape. Um, how, how did how did all of this come to be? Well, um, as you know, as a father of uh, of uh, children and a father of young black men and raising them in a community, there was an incident with two of my oldest sons, and I wanted to. I made the record because I wanted them to understand. Because they listen to my music, they're they're teenagers. They listen to my music. I wanted them to be socially aware of what was going on around them and how. Uh, young black men's lives were being taken from them. Young black people's lives were being taken from them. You know, by people that that we considered uh, that, that are essentially supposed to protect and serve. So there was. I won't get into detail. There was an incident that took place, um, and I learned a lot from it. My sons learned a lot from it, but it also inspired me to create music, like some meaningful music. You know, and so I. Uh, Heard the Cranberries record because I'm a huge alternative music fan from like early 90s, mid 90s. Heard the record on the radio. Called up my producer and was like, yo, we have to flip this record. So we flipped the record. We're working on producing the beat. I got the concept in my head because when you listen to the original record by the Cranberries, you know, they're talking about the government and war and so on and so forth. 
And so I flipped, we, when we flipped the record, Tay Tarantino was actually sitting outside the studio. I bought up a bunch of studio time. But he was sitting outside the studio writing raps in the car. And I told Raw Beats, I was like, yo, man, tell him to come in. You know, and so he came in, and we essentially created that record from the ground up. But a personal experience between me and my two oldest sons is what inspired that record. Okay. Um, there were some questions. I, um, I, I'm sorry, like, I wasn't more prepared for Slice to be there. Uh, I should have. Um, but there were some questions I want to ask you about some of the, the production on um, Whiskey, Weed, and Women. Uh, your, was it 2017 record, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, when you're when you're picking beats, do you, um, as a, from an artist's point of view, do you do you ever pick the samples that you're going to flip, or um, uh, or do you leave that for the producer? Do you or do you ever come to him and say like I like you said earlier with the Cranberries record? Uh, I'm asking specifically about Lookout because that fucking beat is ridiculous. He, um, I it just, it's like seventy percent of the time I will come to a producer or producers. I'll hear a record that will inspire me in some type of way to write some music. And I'll reach out and I'm like, Hey, can you flip this? Can we try to flip this? So I'll, I'll co-produce or um, co-engineer or arrange the record. But look out came from a little known producer um, named Dougie Hindu. He went to college in Eugene, Oregon. And uh, we just, we, uh, we, he created this record and he said, here, man, listen to this. I'm like, well, well, what do you mean? He goes, just, you just listen to this record. So he sends me the record, and I'm like, man, that's legit. I was like, well, what do you want for it? And he's like, uh, he's like, nothing, man. Just give me like, he's like, just give me 50 bucks. I was like, man, I got to give you more money than fucking 50 bucks, man. So I ended up, get, you know, I paid him. I took care of him, but that's how that record came about. He just brought it to me. I vibed with it, and we went from there. Are there any particular uh, Alaska producers that you enjoy working with or, or that you would like to work with that you haven't yet? There's some that I have worked with and I do enjoy working with. Um, I love working with the uh, producer slash engineer, um, Raw Beats. Raw he's Beats is a genius. He yeah, is a he's fucking genius. Um, man, dude's wicked, Brody. Dude, he, and, and some people are having it. He's, he, honestly, he's the most influential and most important piece to Alaska hip hop and rap. I guarantee it. I promise. Uh, he's, uh, I think he's probably easily like the best producer. Most people have never heard of um, his, his, um, I want to say it was Waterboy with, uh, from Duckman where he flipped yeah. the 93 till infinity sample. Um, and, and uh, even on the slim show, he was flipping like the, the same sort of boom bap samples that a lot of producers have flipped over the years, but he flipped it in a way that was completely different. Yes. Yes. He's, dude is, dude is a, a phenomenal producer and an engineer. And he's a great friend of mine. I love working with him. He makes it so easy there's another young guy from the Anchorage area. His name is Gunna. He the he reminds me of a a younger raw beats in the sense of when Gunna makes you a beat, like when you play it out the speakers, people are gonna stop and we're like, whoa, what the fuck is that? His beats, his mixes, they sound so good. They they knock so hard. And then there's another guy that I've been working with. He's part of my new camp. Um, 
His name is, he's from Fairbanks area. His name is Mike Hundo. I've been working with him. I'm currently working on a new plot, a compilation project with him away from my album I'm about to drop, but he does have uh, one or two songs produced on my new album. He's a phenomenal producer too. I got guy, I got a guy out of um, the Eugene, Oregon area by the name of Caddy Beats. He always, always, always um, produces quality, solid samples and records for me. And then my go-to guy, um, we started doing music together. His name is Anthony Danza. Look him up. He's out of Seattle. He's a rapper slash producer, making a lot of a lot a lot of noise out of Seattle right now. Um, signed part of Black Umbrella, but he's also signed to the 300 label as a producer. So, but I got my hands as far as dealing with producers. But those are the guys that like I pick up the phone, I text message him, I harass him. I'm like, yo, I need some beats. Send me a pack, or hey, can you flip this for me and turn it into something else? Raw Beats is one of those dudes. Like, Raw Beats is a guy, you could send him, like, a weird Bossa Nova record, and he's going to send you back something equally weird and cool. Like, he's, they're, they're like, he's a, he's a guy that reminds you that there are levels to everything. And to, and to reach a certain level takes years and years of practice. Exactly. It's like a trade, man. It's like a trade, like a job. When you're in a job, you're in a career field, it takes man hours. It takes learning shit, knowing how things work knowing why things aren't working, being able to troubleshoot. Same thing with music. And Raw Beats, is, he's phenomenal. I used to, when I first started working with him back in like 2007, 2008, I realized this is what my music is. This is what I'm missing. This is a piece that I'm missing. So I would literally write tons of music, fly from Oregon, and spend a weekend with him in Anchorage recording and making music with him because he, I felt like he took, he helped me take my music to the next level, make it industry standard and being independent. Yeah. Shout out to raw beats. Um, um, the, 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 the greatest of, in the, with the greatest of respect that I, uh, I've been able to, to watch him work and, and put together, he'll put together the dopest beat you've ever heard in two minutes. Just fucking off. Like, He's just a he's just a talented, talented human being and, and very much a professional. So so again, shout out to Raw Beats. Um so what do you have what are you working on right now? You mentioned these producers that you're working on. Um what do you have coming up? Uh, I'm getting ready to release um my album called Black Polar Bear. Okay. Um I'm also with that album I'll be releasing a mini documentary that comes out before the album. But the album is titled Black Polar Bear. You know, I got some phenomenal producers on it. Um, I've been given, I was, I really wanted to put it out last calendar year, but some things took place that were unfortunate, but fortunate in a sense of allowed me to create more music. So right, so right now, Black Polar Bear is what's coming out really, really soon. I'm at the, I'm at the back end of it. I'm hoping this, this, this weekend, since I got sliced with me, that we can wrap up a record. We can wrap up a record for the album. But aside from Black Polar Bear, me and Slice have another joint project um, called Gold Panners. And um, I, I, I just listened to some of that shit the other day. I was just like, man, we got to get this record wrapped up. We got to finish this and put it out. We just just working, man. But right now on the forefront is Black Polar Bear, you know. Do you have a lead single pick? Well, I put out the the one with me and Tate Tarantino, What's in Your Head. Um, but I got another one 
that I'm probably going to drop here within the next two weeks. I got visuals for it. It's mixed, it's mastered, it's ready to roll. And I'll probably I'll perform it tomorrow, and I'll see how it how it rolls over in the crowd with the crowd. So now, having done this for as long as you've done it, when you record a song, um, do you do you have an idea of the crowd response before you um, before you get it, before you I don't know play it for anyone? Do you do you kind of have an idea how the crowd is going to react to it? Some some of the records you do, some of the records you don't. You know, I my, I have an, an eclectic fan base of different people individuals so there's some records i rap and i'm like yo man like if i rap this in front of people like the energy is going to be you know next level then there's some records where i'm like yo man this is straight lyricism and there's some records where i'm like this is a song you know so it really depends man you sometimes you do and sometimes you don't so here's a question for you two you're you're stuck in a car for like six hours to go from fairbanks to anchorage what yeah. are you listening to? Uh, pro- everything. We don't. We're we're both huge music fans. We listen to everything, but and everything that's new. We try to stay current and relevant. But also, what we do is we communicate. We plot. We plan. You know. We, we you know. Today we got on the road. We started out. We listened to Pop Smoke for a little bit. Then we listened to uh, Jada Kiss's new album. Ignatius, listen, yeah. Yeah, then we listen to Crooked Eyes' new album, The 16 Chapel. So, like, we yeah. listened to an eclectic. Then my, my son picked a couple of songs from King, what was his name? King Von. So we listen to tons of different things. We listen to each other's music. and But a lot of the times we spend uh, conversating, plotting, and planning, trying to, you know, trying to elevate each other and what we want to do next. Okay. So your son is with you now? Yeah, yeah, my second oldest son is with me. Yeah, very, very cool. I'm also a dad. That's 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 very awesome that you guys are doing this together. Um, from uh, from the perspective of the son, if you don't mind me asking him, um, like, how is it going to see your dad do this? Like, you've got a dream job. Like, you you really do. Like, you, congratulations. You are working hard. You are doing what you are supposed to be doing. Um, but from the perspective of the son, like, how is that? Like, that's cool. That's got to be cool. What? He wants to know how you feel about it, what you think about it. About how you rap and stuff? Rap and I like being a part of the being a part of the process. I mean I like it because like I like music, how he likes music, so I mean like we're both into music, so like I like he's a rapper and all that. Um now are you an artist as well? You, you know you, you asked me he asked me today and I knew he was flat and dead serious. He said, So dead when are we doing a record together? So he's on one of my records for my album, but he asked me today, we're in the car, he's like, so when are we going to do like a record together? And at first I was like, I didn't even say, I was like, well, whenever you're ready, tell him, tell him what you want, tell him. Yeah, I was going to, I asked him to be on a song because like I want to make a song, but I don't know. I have to start writing. And right, and have a blast doing it, man. Um, yeah, that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. It's cool that you're doing it with your dad. That's 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 awesome. Um, so just just so you're aware, but um Styles P of the Locks released an album on Father's Day last year that was produced by his son. So like there's a there's a very strong precedence of, of sons and fathers working together in music, man. Have a blast and enjoy it, my friend. Yeah, you know, um, me coming up when I was a kid, I think uh, 
you know, I grew up without a father, but like I saw, you know, other kids that did have fathers, some fathers teach their children how to hunt, fish, you know, do work with their hands, fix cars and motors and so on and so forth. I never had that particular type of upbringing or guidance. So with my two oldest sons, you know, um, I'm, I'm, he, this is my second oldest son. I'm introducing him into everything. My oldest son, I brought him with me to shows. I've helped, I've had him help sell merchandise, award shows, brought him backstage to meet people, to see how things work. You know what I mean? And he's, He's not my, my second oldest son. He's a freshman in high school. So now I'm trying to do the same thing with him that I did with my oldest son. Hey, this is how this works. Here, help the bandmate set up. Help the sound guy. Here's how you sell merchandise. You know what I mean? He, yeah, you know what I mean? So you, I'm teaching them. I'm trying to let them. They love music. They love the culture. So as a father and me trying to learn how to be a better father, um, I'm trying to give them give them skills, or hopefully give them something that they some knowledge that they can take from it and run with it on their own, and whatever they choose to do from it, do with it. All right. Um, another question uh, for you: If um, if someone had never heard your music before, what album would you recommend them starting in? Oh, that's a good question. Um, man, that's a really good question. Like, do you have one that, that you enjoy listening to more than others? I do. I have an album that I felt like as a, I had arrived as a songwriter learning how to write songs. And then when, uh, it's called Requiem for the Streets, uh, Meeting Mr. Coffee. So I felt people really, I felt like people slept on that album. It's funny that you asked me that because in the new album, I addressed that. I, I say something about that. I said, I gave you whiskey with the women and you all lamed out. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I gave you record for the streets and you all lamed out. Like, they missed it. They It went over their heads. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, record for the streets, meaning Mr. Carver, that's the one that I, that's the one that I like. But the one, the ones my, the ones that, the one that I'm, that is still, I can go anywhere in the country and people tell me, they're like, yo, you're the dude that put out the album with the bacon soda box. So as far as my fan base and my close friends, like Slice and my fam, side up, it's the, everybody's favorite album. So that was like my first, like, real solo shit and, like, learning how to create an album. So side up, like, if you ask my fan base, like my loyal fan base and my close friends and family, they're like, yo, man, side up was ridiculous. I didn't know any, I just was rapping and just trying to make enough songs to put on an album, you know? So, but people like that one, my personal, when you ask that question, my personal one was wrecking for the streets, meeting Mr. Coffee. Cause I felt like I learned, I was learning how to write music more so than just rap. How did you link up with Prince Paul? With who? Prince Paul. You, Prince Paul is uh, listed uh, on, on that record with slipping away and fly on the wall. Now, is that the same oh. like Prince Paul that did De La Soul? Three Feet Tall and Rising, The Grave Diggers, same principle? Luck. Luck. Sheer coincidence. Hey, didn't even, didn't even know who the guy was. Sheer lucky coincidence. Seriously. I was, and that's when I started to realize, I was like, you need to be, you need to be better. You need to, you need to know who, who is who. Luck. Sheer luck. That's it. No other, no other explanation for that. 
So for, for those of you at home in your car fucking with Spotify and, or, or iTunes in a few minutes, uh, Prince Paul is the man behind the first De La Soul record, the Grave Diggers. Um, I believe he did the first Gorillas record, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, Handsome Boy Modeling School, Negroes on Ice. He's got a long and incredible track record. So that's really cool that you, you've got credits with, with somehow like on the same album, you know, you have Josh Boots and Prince Paul. That's awesome. Just from oh, a fan man, perspective Boots. that those exist. Man, Boots is my guy. I got Boots on my new album. Boots yeah. is on the new album. Yeah, Boots is on the new album. I talk to, I talk to Boots once or twice a week. We shoot the shit. We talk rap. We talk family. We talk kids. Built a real relationship. Boots is also in my new documentary. That is really awesome to hear, man. That's the, you're, you're you're dropping some exclusives. Thank you very much. Um, slice real quick. Um, what have you got going on? What do you have coming up? Hello. Uh, I got a, I got a single coming out with Kevin Gates. Um. I got a my my new album, uh, the Big Dripper, coming out uh, April 9th on four nine. Okay. Um, now, is there? Uh, what does the name come from? Where does that come from? Oh man, because we got that drip. But not only that, you know what I mean? It's the Big Dipper. You know, every everything. Fair enough. Do is, Absolutely. Every, everything everything I do is always Alaska related, at all times. That's uh, that's awesome. I, I'm really excited to hear what you've got going on. By the way, um, I really dug uh, uh, been through it all with uh, uh, with D Loke on the Alaska Red uh, uh, leak sync uh, series. All right, yeah, my boy D Loke, the Gill God. Yeah, that's my, that's, that's my other my other brother from another. You know. Um, he was on, yeah, he, do you know who that is? I have no idea. I, I know. I, I heard. I, I do not. I know D Loke from uh, Cottonmouth Kings. Nah, so that's who I nah, thought it was. Initially. No, so he so he so he was D Loke and then I guess the D Loke from the Cottonmouth Kings was D Loke too, so he had to change his name, but he was on he was on Tech Nine's Worldwide Choppers and Midwest Choppers. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm familiar yeah, yeah. with international choppers. That's that is uh, I was in Germany at the time. I'm familiar with international choppers. Uh, but yeah. Um by the way, shout out to Tech Nine and, and fucking yeah, all of that. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> um so from uh, from an artist out of out of Fairbanks, Alaska, um, who inspired you to start writing? Uh, like from Alaska? Well, not necessarily. Or like I'm just I'm pointing out that you are from Alaska, but as a is a who inspired you to start writing rap and, and and putting your mind into that? Snoop Dogg. All yeah, right, Snoop for back in the day, then Pac, and then just you know I just kind of went down to. The, like the wormhole of fucking all of hip hop, and it's just man, I'm I'm inspired by all of hip hop, and and not only hip hop but just music in general because you know I fuck with hip hop, I fuck with rock, I fuck with blues, all that. You know, I'm just I'm just a, you know, I'm a student of music. I love music, and and it's always uh, helped me get through whatever it was I was going through. Um, do you have a particular? Um favorite record from another artist like if, if someone said you know slice what is your favorite or, or what are your three favorite records uh to listen to what would you tell them uh chronic 2001 outcast hlians 
and um, I'd have to say, man, I'm I'm a huge I'm a huge Tupac fan. You know, I'm I'm a big Tupac fan, but uh, that's a hard one for the third one. Um, I don't know. Narrow it down to your favorite Pac record. If you want to, if you're, you're that, I mean, Me Against the World is my favorite Pac record. Bar, bar like, none. Like, like as an album or record as in a single? As an album. I mean, not as, 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 in, as in beginning to end, Me Against the World uh, is, is personally my favorite Pac. It, my favorite Pac song is Brenda's Got a Baby. Holy shit, yeah. From, from uh, Apocalypse Now. Great record. Yeah, yeah Brenda's Got Shock. a Baby. Shock G made a made a monster with that one. Um, right. And um, then, uh, if you hear me, was probably my favorite. Might have been All Eyes on Me, but was that tr- tr- was Troublesome '96 on All Eyes on Me? No, no. no. Oh, was that Greatest Hits? Are you sure? Troublesome. Troublesome. It's not. Until the end of time. Was it? Uh, it certainly wasn't on anything that came out while he was still with us. What was that? It certainly wasn't on anything that came out while he was still with us. I think right. it was, um, um, I thought All Eyes on Me. All Eyes on Me is definitely, probably, yeah, probably All Eyes on Me. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of my best All Eyes on Me trivia, and that's that um, the, the track with uh, the Dog Pound, Red, and Method Man initially didn't have Tupac on oh, it. Oh, bro, that shit that. is hard. Yeah, but it, it is hard. Inspected, hard. Inspected Deck uh, of the Wu-Tang Clan was actually on that record originally. Right, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I want to know what that it sounded was, like. It wasn't a, it was hey. Right, but, but that beat, though. That beat that's, is ridiculous. Man, that beat will take you somewhere. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like hypnotizing. You know what I'm saying? That, um, I, I fucking love that fucking track. Daz is Daz is a way better producer than anyone has ever given him credit for. So underrated, right? Um, he did a he did a, a record for uh, like with a drummer in like 2004. It's like a, a production tool, right? This dude had a like a drummer production tool, a breakbeat record, a break a bait a breakbeat record essentially in stores at Best Buy. Bless his heart. All right. Hey, uh, you guys, you guys are breaking up a little bit. Um, hey, uh, so um, we're, we were at about thirty minutes, man. I appreciate all of your time, gentlemen. Um, do you wanna, do you wanna plug the show? Could you, uh, you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, Friday night, Egan Center, Showdown Productions, KFAT. Ja Rule, Starbucks, Bishop Slice, Jay Reader, Frozen Founders. You don't want to miss it. And if you see anything, if you want to see anything, make sure you see Bishop Slice and Starbucks. Don't miss it. I promise. Next level shit. We always set the bar high when it comes to performing and bringing energy and bringing excitement and bringing and just making sure we represent Alaska. Don't fucking miss it. Tomorrow night, Egan Center, doors open at 7 p.m., Ja Rule, Starbucks, Bishop Slice, Jay Reader, Frozen Founders, 
I got a whole bunch of motherfucking merchandise. Slice got a whole bunch of motherfucking merchandise. Hey, and shout out to Alaska Bulls, man, for sponsoring us and showing us love. We got merchandise from them. We got some fire-ass weed from them. Hey, we welcome back to Alaska. You know what it is. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And let me let me co-sign this. I've seen Jay Reader. I saw him uh, a couple weeks ago at the Alaska Hip Hop Awards. Uh, I've seen Frozen Founders perform, and I've seen Bishop Slice perform. This is think of it this way: this is an Alaska hip hop jam that has a headliner. All right, and and get there early and and get merchandise. Support these guys. So Jay Reader has uh, has his THC gear. Um, yeah, all, all, you guys, everyone is stepping up their merchandise game to, to like, new levels. It's awesome. It's exciting. And it, it, from a fan, it's a great opportunity to support your artists. I don't, no know how much, I don't know how much you guys make off the of streams, but it's always a better, more direct way to buy the T-shirt from the artist and shake a hand and say hi. Or or elbow grease, because, you know, everybody, everybody's got the, got the coughing hands. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 so... Me and Slice came prepared. We came with hand sanitizer and um, surgical masks and um, Clorox bleach wipes. We prepared. Good we for you. As, and you shouldn't. And you shouldn't. Yes. We don't. We, we don't want to be on a t-shirt. No, nobody really wants to be. I as much as I as much as I love my big pun t-shirt. I hated that I had a big pun t-shirt. <laughs> um. Yeah, I get it, man. So, ladies, what time does it start? Uh, doors open at 7. Okay. So, there you go. Ladies, gentlemen, get there. It's 645 and fucking get all of the merchandise. Get five T-shirts. Please, get T-shirts, get hoodies. We got it all, baby. Everything. We got it all. All right. Thank you, so, thank you so much for your time. Uh, Starbucks, Slice, Drive Safe, have a great show. Uh, Starbucks Junior Junior, have fun, man. <laughs> so, thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I appreciate it. Have a great. Take care. Peace.